This is Who Wears the Pants. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. And tonight we're going to talk to you about... Fighting. Verbal fisticuffs. Yes, the uh, the confrontation that is all but avoidable. All, all but, but avoidable in there, all it's relationships. Not, it's not avoidable. But there is a proper way to go about engaging in an argument or a fight with your wife. There are, there's, there, there's a lot of important lessons to be learned. Yeah, and... I'm really good at fighting. You are really good at fighting. You're actually very good at provoking a I, fight. You know, that's probably something that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, I don't – you don't go into something with the intention of doing that, but there there will be times where something will just rub you the wrong way. So then you're like, oh, yeah, it's that way, is it? So I, I, think, I think we should start with the most important thing about any relationship is finding someone who can tolerate your bullshit who can deal with your special idiosyncrasies and your crazy. Well, that's it's it's not just they can deal with yours, but can you deal with theirs? Sure. Cuz it's that's a two-way street. Right. I mean, I I used to I used to joke that the things that I look for in a woman are someone who looks like she can carry my baby, who looks like she can feed my baby with her giant breasts and who has a face that I can tolerate to look at, you know, after 4 or 5 days. After four or five days? After four or five days, then I can deal with her. Now, mind you, I've been with the same woman for 26 years, and I don't have any children. This is correct. Yeah. So immediately in our relationship, we you know, there's the big three that you fight about, right? Money, sex, and child rearing. And we took child rearing, just got rid Off of Off the it. table, right just, out of the right. gate. Yeah, because, I mean, <clears throat> we just don't have kids because they're fucking horrible. So I came into the relationship with a kid, and immediately Tara was like, let's have another one. And uh, she, very very early on... Because um, she wanted one that was hers? No, she took on the motherly role with, with my oldest son, and wanted to, I guess, go through the part where you have the child. Because uh, she's like, you know, I'm grateful I didn't have to push this one out. She's like, but I do want to try pushing one out. And now, you know, we want to have a third. So... We're insane, but it's fun. Right. All right. Well, let's 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 go ahead and address the fighting over children. So the things that you fight about about kids. I mean, as someone who has nephews, but who does not have children himself, as an outside observer, I, I must assume that you have heated discussions about discipline and about child rearing. So I think disciplinary action is one of the top things to fight about with kids. Um, you might not necessarily agree with the course of discipline that your partner wants to take or vice versa. And there are going to be times where one of you is being too harsh for the other one. And that's, that's, what's really tough to get over. So your emotions get involved anytime you have a child, like you're already emotionally invested in this person. And when it comes to disciplining them, like it, you can go from zero to 60 very quickly, just like you end up getting with your partner. Hmm. Um, and it's just one of those things where something can go right through you, especially if it's something that you've voiced your opinion about in the past and it's being brought up again. For example, for example, um, my oldest son's back talker, hardcore, no idea where he gets right, it, but he's super, yeah, he, but he's, but he's extremely intelligent. Very. But it, it's extremely difficult to deal with a person that's back talking you like, okay, life experience, dude, you're eight. I'm 28. So I've done a couple of things that you haven't done here. And like, you're going to have to trust me on a few things because I know what I'm talking about and I'm telling you things to make you a better person. And that's generally what I end up having to tell him. I'm like, dude, I will never tell you anything to hurt you. 
I only want you to be good. And if you're going to be good, you're going to have to conduct yourself this way. Right. You save the things that are deliberately designed to cause pain for his for his mother. <laughs> what? Why? What? Well, for Tara. How how does that cause pain to her? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that you anytime you have something malicious to say, you save it for when you're having a fight with your wife, not something that you utilize towards your children. Well, not necessarily. So there are times where you'll fly off the handle. Mm -hmm. Okay, that happens. That's natural. Um, you want to avoid that. And like as far as having children goes, you want to make sure that you like your kids. If you like your kids and your partner likes your kids, there's a good chance that other people are going to like your kids. And it's extremely beneficial for that person that's going to be making their way in the world to be likable. So you want to con you, you want to create uh, habits and mannerisms that are likable. And when your child starts to display something other than that, you have to take disciplinary action to correct that. But you also, one of the things that's really hard is uh, praising the behavior that you want to see more of. And that's the thing that I think is, is hardest for parents. We all tell our kids, you're great, you're good at everything, blah, blah, blah. But actually praising the behaviors that you want to see moving forward is something that it's tough to do. And you're supposed to do that with your partner as well. It's a, that reward system is actually, it's so deeply ingrained in just the primal parts of your brain that they've witnessed this with rats. Um, to evoke certain behavior in rats, they've, uh, God, this is so weird um, comparing my family to rats but uh, they will feed a rat a piece of food when it does a certain action and it takes a long time and you wait and they won't do it every time but it's it's that training process so you're training their brain to want to do what it takes to get that reward and it's the same thing with people so if somebody's doing something that you like you want to praise that behavior and if you're talking from a managerial standpoint it's actually extremely important as well because if there's something that you want your employees to do more of you need to praise that particular behavior when it's displayed i used to work for a woman who uh <clears throat> would would uh often refer to blowies as the gift and that her husband would do something. Oh, he uh, cleaned up the kitchen tonight. I guess I'll give him the gift. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Well, she knew what it took to get that, though. Like, yeah. she's like, okay, this is, and I'll bet you. Well, putting, putting my dick in your mouth until I ejaculate is really just about the way to get anything out of me. Even a compliment from somebody that you care about, though. Like, how far does it go if somebody that you look up to or you respect, um, how, how much does it mean to you when they tell you, oh, you did good? Good, sure, no, good no, no. boy. But we're, I think we're we're getting off we're getting off topic. Fair I'm, enough. I I'm curious. What are the things that you fight about? For example, uh, one of your children does something that irritates you more than it does your wife. Yeah, and you discipline them more harshly than she deems necessary mm -hmm. because you f are more irritated or bothered by the behavior than she is. Yeah. Um. So, you you try not to get caught up in your emotions when you're doing something disciplinary. Uh, but it happens. So you might say, hey, you're grounded for three days, just right out of the gate. You're grounded for three days because I've talked to you about this a hundred times. And she's like, whoa, dude, you're not going to stick to the three-day grounding. No, I was going to let him out after a day and a half if he conducted himself right. I was going to give him a chance at redemption. No, if you say something, you have to do it. Right, you have to abide by it. So then in those situations, do you ever just say, hey, Tara, instead of you and I arguing about this, why don't you take over the disciplinary action as opposed to me? So this is one of the weird things with that is you try not to step on each other's toes either because you want both parents to be equally feared and loved. 
uh, and that's I'm, I'm speaking from a completely objective place right now, but that's ultimately what you're doing. So there are times where I'll be doing something disciplinary, and she won't she won't get involved because she doesn't want to step on my toes or vice versa. Now more times than not, because we're two very uh, strong-willed people, we will be like, hey, don't don't say something you don't mean, or don't don't act that way when you're doing this. And that's that's generally what'll cause the fight. Hey, don't you don't get to say something just because you're pissed off. Um, and like I, I get it. She gets it. Like we both will do that from time to time when it comes to dealing with the kids. So do you guys have serious <laughs> fights about the children, or are they mostly just low low level bickering? Hey, the you were too hard, or you should have handled it differently, sort of thing, and not like very serious long term arguments about the children. So you, I've not we've not experienced a lot of long term arguments. Um, it's generally in that moment about the course of action that's being taken at a given point in time. Now, I've been told that I don't, I'm not harsh enough before, uh, because I am, a, I'm a softie when it comes to the kids. So she'll be like, "You're not, you're not being tough enough right now, and you need to like step up what you're doing." And it's like, "Well, I don't need to fly off the handle and just be a total monster every time they do something wrong either." Well, yeah, you don't want to do that. And this episode's not about, and not about the damage that you do to your children. That'll be for a different episode. Yeah, but, but I'm just curious. I mean, I know a lot of people fight about. Like I said, for for us. It's more so light bickering. Mm -hmm. It's not so much a big blowout there. Um, right, because you save your savagery for one another, was we my point. It, we, it, it, it's not about that, though. It's We'll fight about um, money, mm -hmm. or both of us get, get insecure about different things and whatever that might be, and we'll start grilling each other about that. Well, let's talk about money. Shoot. Because I, I, uh, I don't have kids, and I don't have much money, and my sugar mama's got all the money. Yeah. We don't fight about money. That's impressive. We just we just don't. Well, it's because we have separate bank accounts. Well, has a bill ever not got paid? No. That's good then, because like we've had times where, especially when you're younger, do you have joint bank account? We uh, yeah, this is a mistake. If yeah. you're listening to this episode, and and you're not married yet, if you're getting married, do not have joint bank accounts. Have a division of finances, a division of labor for the bills, but do not pull your money together because then you start looking into what the other person's spending on, what have you, and it's a mistake. Well, that's that's one of those things. Okay, you do have to be – if you are going to have joint bank accounts or something like that, um, you do have to be willing to uh, let go of the reins a little bit as far as money goes because you'll be like, hey, I saw that you ate out three times this week, and that's not yeah, acceptable. Yeah, I did. I, I get grilled for that one. Yeah. Um, especially when I was working in the car business because you'd spend 12 hours a day at this place. Right. When you're there for 12 hours, you're not fucking, you're not normally thinking, oh, I need to pack a lunch today. You're like, I got to get there so that I can start working. You get there, you get there 15 minutes or yeah, at least I start to, working. I need to lie and swindle. And exactly. It's, and it's, it's, it's hungry work. It is hungry work. So then you're like, all right, well, we got to get, we got to get food now. <laughs> or you might be, you might be hung over because that, that was very common in the car business. You'd be like, we're hung over. Let's, let's get, uh. Let's get some breakfast. So we would order in breakfast. Well, you spend $9 on breakfast. Okay. And then uh, lunch rolls around. You're like, well, I'm hungry again. And it's 5 o'clock, basically. I'm eating lunch now. Um, let's get some lunch. And you'll do that. And then all of a sudden, you've spent, you know, 30, 40 bucks in a day on just eating. And that's something that I, yeah, I've definitely been grilled for that. Well, I wonder, too. I mean, my wife and I don't fight about money, but she has more of it than I do. So I wonder if it was – I wonder what it would be like if it were the other way around. Now, do you guys 
what are your conversations like? Do you talk about, oh, hey, I'm a little light on money right now or uh, anything like on, that? On occasion, you know, she'll say, hey, you know, I I had to pay the mortgage and this, that, and the other. Can you cover this thing or that thing? And I'm like, yeah, of course I can. No and problem. I, th- I think with with that, even with the joint bank account, it's it's important to be able to have the conversation about it and to know what's going on with that. And I think communication is key there because I don't, for us, when we, Early on in our relationship, we got a joint bank account because both of us were being idiots with money and overdrafting. Uh, And that basically totally fixed the problem because there was a level of accountability there knowing that, okay, well, we can't do this because we'll get fucking overdraft fees and I'll get my ass chewed for getting the overdraft fees if I'm the one that's doing too much. So you do – it can be very beneficial depending on how disciplined you are with your finances. And I'll tell you, growing up, that's not something that I was taught, and I can tell you that's not something she was taught. So Hmm. both of us were pretty poor with money um, right out of the gate. So do you guys guys fight about money now? Every so often. Yeah. Um, More than not, it's it's because you want to do extra stuff, and you might not have the funds set aside for it. And – you're trying to make sure, like, you know, we just moved. So moving's expensive. Like, you pay, like, a minimum of $1,000 just to go through the process of moving, plus you have to pay your first month's rent and all that bullshit. So there's we were tight on money that first two weeks here. We were pinching pennies because it's like, well, we, we've got to make sure that we're being good and blah, blah, blah. So um, we were really 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 trying to be careful about how we dealt with money we didn't fight about it much and we honestly haven't much recently it's more so time that we fight about now okay uh and you know there's that expression time is money so so what do you what do do you fight about time so with time i work part-time right now uh and then i do online businesses basically to try to make all my monies you've got a webcam yes one webcam and six hours a day where kids are at school mm, so yeah nice. absolutely graphic now um i do e-commerce but that's what i said yeah e-commerce i sell things though i don't sell my body online mm. not that kind of girl Why not i don't know i guess i'm a fool yeah um so we will fight about time now because she's like you know i wish i wish i got to see you but you're going out basically as soon as i get home you got to go to work and that sucks and that's bullshit so we'll fight about time there or uh if, if I'm like, let's say she gets caught up at work late, and I'm like, well, I got to go to work, and I wanted to see you for the 20 minutes that I get to see you before I leave. So what the fuck? Yeah, I, I will I will say something that many people will, I don't know, some people may be offended by what I'm about to say, but I don't give a shit. There is nothing, nothing more valuable to your wife than your time. That, Nothing. That's true to everybody, though. The the one commodity that you that, have in this existence is time. My my my. The, I do not value my wife's time like she values my time. I disagree. You're not in my fucking house. How can you disagree? You're, you have no idea what it's like to be in my house. I'm not talking about in your house, but I know if you spent if there were two weeks where you didn't see her, you would be fiending to see that woman. You of would want to see her so of, bad. Of course, I want to see her. But when we're together, right, or... Are you dicking around on your phone the whole time? No. No, no. in fact, it's usually her dicking around playing Candy Crush. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point. The point is, is that if she wants to do something for her, then that's an important use of her time. If I want to do something for me and she wants to do something, 
I'm not utilizing my time appropriately and I need to do the thing that she wants me to do. That sounds one-sided though. Yeah, it is one-sided because her time is her time. My time is her time. Yeah, that's, I, that sounds inconsiderate more it, than anything. It's horrible. Yeah, that, no. that's inconsiderate. <laughs> um, that's what that sounds like. God, it's always my issues. Now yeah. I get to hear yours. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's the that's the big that's the big issue for us. Okay. But but then again, I, I mean I don't I don't know. I, well, it's, t- time is a, it's a precious commodity. Like I said, like that's the one thing. Like you get to live one time, as far as we know, and you only get so much time. And a great deal of your time is spent at work. A great deal of your time is spent sleeping. So then you have this very minute amount of time and it's like all right well i have to spend time with my partner but i also want to do all these other things right and and then your partner wants to do stuff that you don't want to do but then you still have to do it anyway yeah well that's just because you love them i guess yeah is that what that is yeah what the fuck is that do, you, do you fight with them about it no 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 so and here and here's it's the same thing i mean we don't fight about money because we have separate bank accounts i don't go to her and ask her about why she bought another pair of shoes and she doesn't come to me and ask me why I bought another, you know, group of toy soldiers. It's just not important to us. The time thing's not important for us to fight about because it's an issue that she would take personally and it would hurt her feelings. So I don't fucking fight about it. I don't bring it up. I don't talk about it. Well, apparently you guys are perfect because it's starting to sound like you don't fight at all. <laughs> Um, no, we do. We when we when we fight, it is it is few and far between, and it is merciless and surgical and without Ruth. It's is just, is it really? Oh, it's ugly. So, I try hard not to say anything that I'm going to regret, um, but I also want to make sure that I'm I'm saying what I need to say in a given argument. So I'll be like. If something pisses me off, I'll be like, look, dude, you're a fucking dick for doing this. Like, you're not being this or that or it. this makes me mad because – and I'll go through my spiel. And then what will piss me off is the justification that follows. So, like, if – let's say – let's say you're well, – for, for the sake of saying money, okay? Let's say you get yelled at for buying lunch one day. And then your partner buys lunch, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? You just yelled at me for that. And it's like, no, 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 you bought lunch, so I get to buy lunch. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. Like, you screamed at me for it, stating that that's not acceptable. So then you go through the same course of action, and all of a sudden it's okay? I think not. Well, that's petty. It, well, it's it, that's not always it. There's, there's other shit that gets brought up, but it's just one of those things that it fucking happens. And generally, it is small stuff that you'll bicker over, but it's important that you— go through the process of fighting about it because you have to establish some kind of boundaries for yourself. So, well, I, no, that's just childish to say, well, you, you know, you did this thing and I don't like that behavior. Don't repeat that behavior. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to engage in the same behavior that you did because you did it and haha, I'm going to do it too. How oh, do double, like double it? standards are a real thing though. <sighs> that is a real thing. And, like, we, we double standard hard with some stupid shit um, off the top of my head. Uh, so let's say let's say you're spending too much time for your partner to be happy with somebody of the opposite sex at work. And just hear me out here. Hear me out here. before Because you're getting awful judgy there. You're I, making all what kinds are you of, talking about? So, okay. I was drinking my beverage. Oh, no. You put this shit-eating grin on your face that was awful. But, um, so you don't l- hang out with people of the opposite sex. 
No, you're not supposed to. No, correct. It's a mistake. But it's it's so if you're you hang out with people at work, you go to work. Those people are there, and if you've got a small staff, you're going to be around those motherfuckers yeah, all I, of the I, time. I get that. So you might be like, oh yeah, and you might tell a story about you and so and so or something that you did, and you thought it was funny. No, you don't do that. Well. We I have. Care, I don't care how close you and Karen are at work. You don't come home and tell your wife stories about. Oh, so Karen and I at work. Da 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 da. But would your would your wife tell you about Billy at work? Yes. And then you'd be like, motherfucker. No, I'd be like, whatever. If she's gonna fuck Billy, that's fine. I just don't want to know. You just don't see. I'd want to know, and then no, I don't want to be betrayed. No, no. Okay, look. And I don't remember if we talked about this last episode or not. But there is an important premise that you have to understand in your relationship. Every good relationship is built on lies. Ignorance is truly bliss. I disagree. There are things that you do not want to know. There are things that you do not need to know. You can have your suspicions. But as soon as you begin to entertain those things, they are going to fucking consume you. There's definitely a level of that, but there's also the fact that I, I, I am on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And I think we did touch on this a little bit, but we'll, we'll get into it a little heavier now. Um, I think you want to be completely open and honest all no. the time. It establishes trust, though. If you know that when you come to your partner with something, they're not going to lie to you about it, that is, that is such a comforting thing. And there is a lot of just there, – there's just good that comes out of that. Like it's hard to work through issues, yes. Yes, and if you lie all the time, you might sidestep an issue or two, but ultimately that issue's there, it didn't go anywhere, and it's going to come up later, and it might come up 10 years from now, and then you're going through a divorce because you're fucking fighting with your partner about something that they've bottled up for 10 years because they didn't want to say something to you. Okay. Make... No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. There are certain things in your relationship that you just don't want to know. I disagree. So if so, there's no no holds. No holds are barred. No, you don't want. I I don't look. If you can't accept something something about somebody, or they can't accept something about you, you probably should not be with them. That's. It's not about what you're accepting or not accepting, but there are certain things that you just don't want to address. But addressing it is leaving it dormant. And so there's actually, there's a kid's book about this and it's about a tiny dragon. And this boy's running around his house. He's saying, mom, there's a dragon here. And at this time, it's about five inches long. Okay. And she's like, I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, eventually. We're still talking about dragons, right? Still talking about dragons. Yeah. So eventually this dragon is the size of a cat and it starts eating things around the house. And people are like, what the fuck happened to this? Oh, there's no dragon here. You silly boy. And then eventually the dragon grows so big that it's coming out the windows and stuff like that and it starts walking away with the house and the family's like well i guess there is a dragon here and that dragon is a representation of issues that are unresolved and i think it's extremely important that you try to find like anytime you can work through something i think that's a prime opportunity to grow with your partner by working through that that's crazy it's awesome though. that's absolutely crazy uh, I lost my train of thought. <clears throat> I hope you're editing this because I've lost my train of thought. Now I'm going to drink this beverage. Yeah, so you, you well, you were upset because you hate this concept of honesty. No, I don't hate the concept of honesty. And I agree with you. There are certain things that you should be honest about, but there are certain battles that are better left unfought, particularly the small things. 
It is better to just capitulate, let it go, not address something if it is a minor thing. That doesn't – so saying that you bring up the things, like you have to have boundaries. You have to. You have to have some level of respect for yourself. If you do not, your partner will not respect you in any way, shape, or form. So if you don't establish some kind of boundaries, you're going to be a doormat, and you're going to be fucking miserable, and you're going to end up resenting that person. That happens. And then you're going to end up leaving that person because you resent them or cheating on them or something along the lines of that, and that's not good. So what, what do you do to avoid that? Well, you fucking work through it. And some, sometimes, yeah, you have to know when to bite your tongue because is everything worth having a blot over? No. Like, like if, if you no, very few if, things if you leave, are worth fighting over. If you leave a small mess in the bathroom. Like, I, will, I will engage in so much domestic discipline. See, <laughs> I, I that's don't. What, that's what we call spousal abuse in my house, domestic discipline. Honey, you ready for some discipline? Oh, man, I'll punch her. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't particularly give a shit. Like if, uh, like tonight, I got home and she's like, "Oh, I didn't do the dishes," and I was like, "I don't fucking care about that." Yeah, like that's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, do I want to deal with it tomorrow? No, but will I? Yeah, it's not worth having the fight over. So instead of me fucking making a mountain out of something stupid like that, I I let it blow over. Like, is there the swallow your pride moments? Absolutely, you have to have those. I see. I just, I just knowing you, I just don't believe that. It, I don't believe that you it happens, that you back away. It happens more than you know. More than you know. It does happen more than you know, I'm sure, but less than you think. I think it would blow your mind if you saw my true greatness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love to argue. I love to debate. I love to I love to tackle a topic and play devil's advocate. I love discussion. I don't want to. I don't want to fight in my marriage. I don't want to fight in my relationship like that because it's just not that fucking important to me. And the only time I will actually draw blades and fight is when it's a really, really serious issue. So I think one of the things that a lot of people run into though is you will, let's say, your partner doesn't like something that you say, mm -hmm. um, and it, this could be from anything ranging from politics to fucking how you how you talk to a waitress or a waiter so you your spouse doesn't like the way you conducted yourself in something and they say something to you about it now my thoughts been derailed i had a great analogy there and i've it's since eluded me um jesus christ yeah i'm gonna have to edit the shit out of this yeah they're like this episode's a fucking trade wreck These those guys, guys are, are crazy idiots. they don't know what they're talking about um fuck what was i gonna say there this is very unprofessional of I us. I know, I know. I just went like full retard. <laughs> Can you say that word anymore? No. I mean, obviously you're still capable of saying that word. May you say that word anymore? Socially, should you say that word any longer? Fuck, I don't care. And the, the answer is probably not, but do I? Yeah. So you tell me stories at work all the time. Yes. About you and terrifying. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it sounds like you guys argue a lot. We, we argue... Probably less than I let on. But you're but you're both passionate and hot tempered people. We can be, yeah. 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 And and you are surgical. You will engage in a fight and you will immediately go for the jugular. The th you'll go for that surgical strike and you'll do something or say something that is designed to cause impact. I want it to cause impact, not pain. Really? Yes, really. Yeah. So it, I, this is this is one of the things that I was going to bring up. Um, people will take, like your partner might take something that you don't like that they do as a, uh, 
as an attack on them as a person. Yes. And that's not necessarily the case. So one of the things that you'll say is if you don't like a game, or let's say a team, because more people can probably relate to that. So let's say you live in St. Louis. Your, your spouse is a Cubs fan. You're a Cardinals fan. There's a bitter rivalry there. Um, your spouse is like, oh, Cubs just shit on the Cardinals, and you're like, motherfucker. It's not so much about them hating you because you're a Cardinals fan. It's, it's about them liking their team and wanting their team to do better. And I think it's one of those things that we will oftentimes – you're looking at me so weird right now. It's one of those things that I think will oftentimes get butthurt about who the wrong the thing. Who the fuck does that? Who – what – okay, first of all, who, who argues – what what spouses argue about fucking sports ball? I mean, seriously, <laughs> how damaged is your goddamn relationship that one of you likes team A, the other one likes team you B? You might not come from the same place. And, and you argue about that. I it, it's fucking sports ball. Let me tell you, it's neither of you did bro. neither of you did anything. No, I I don't disagree with that. I was giving an analogy. I was giving it an out. Okay, so let's say politically you lean more one way than your then spouse. Then you don't marry that person. Really? Or you kill them in their sleep. Really? Yeah, you don't. Do you think that's that's bullshit because I know you and your spouse don't align completely politically? We 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 don't because she is a put them in camps eugenicist and I am not. <laughs> that's not even true. So anyway, oh my, my goodness. My point is, you know, if you if you had a fiscally responsible plan to reduce the world's population by 85%, my wife would probably be on board. <laughs> if she didn't know how it was going to be done, <laughs> maybe. But if she's like, oh, did you know they're fucking gassing people now? Oh, she would lose it. She'd be like, that's just, you know Nazis did that. And then she would start to contemplate, oh my God, I'm a Nazi. But, okay. My point is, and that, that's going to be quoted, yeah. by the way. Somebody's going to be like, oh, he said he was a Nazi on the show. You don't, you, okay, there, you have to sit down. You, and this is why my wife and I, we, we don't argue that often. It's because we got all of our shit out of you. And that's stupid, too, because we were too young to get all our shit out of the way. You just, you, you grow together. And you, Absolutely. And you try to be rational and reasonable to the other person. But that doesn't always and, happen. And when, they're, and when they're not, you knock their fucking teeth out. So, okay, what you just said was when you're going to fight, you use those surgical techniques. So my surgical techniques are to get to an issue because that was one of the things that you had brought up. If, if I'm surgical in an argument, it's because I want to address a particular issue. Mm, you want to win. Well, but I'm here's, not saying that. But I, here's but here's the I'm thing. I'm not saying that not I don't only, get prideful but you're, there. You're you're not you're not. Not only do you want to win, you need them to embrace your point of view because you're a woman. It's not about embracing you, my point of view. Even you, you you are no. You're a woman because you're right, and the argument is about bringing them around to recognizing that you're right, and you'll let something drop. Only to bring it back months later. That's not true. I have heard you recount to me examples of you and your spouse arguing where you have both brought up things that happened months or a year ago. You know what's funny is I've <laughs> this sound, God damn it! I sound like a total asshole. I've developed that as a defense mechanism because <laughs> I feel like I have to have things in my pocket at times, and what? like 
you don't that's not know. good that's that's not good that's bitch behavior that is that is total not bitch behavior that's right. not fair it's not good you don't do it so but my wife fights like a dude because she's got dude brain oh your wife might have dude brain yeah. michael but <laughs> i hate when you call me michael. i know i i do it just to be a dick um but mm-hmm. And I'm sure that when you're arguing with your wife, you do the exact same thing. You find those little buttons and you're like, I'm pressing your button. No, I actually I actually try not to do that when I'm mm. arguing with her. Because, oh, you, because it's such a natural tendency for you that you have to put forth effort to not do it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you're the fucking devil. No, I'm, I try to be playful with all my friends. Like, I want, okay, genuinely, if I'm around people, I want to make people smile and have funny interactions all you have to all you have to do to get people to smile is be in the room you're that beautiful no that's not the the sun that's coming over the horizon i have to say little little ignorant ass things and they're like that's kind of funny because i know you don't mean it you couldn't mean no you don't know you don't know your delivery is so direct and so dry you don't know if you mean it or not and nobody is that direct in real life yeah, I know. That's why people think it's funny. They, because they're afraid to accept that it's reality. Good. Because you're mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. You're, oh, my God. You're so mean. What, you know what I said to a customer tonight? I said something about his uh, PGA shirt. And I, I was like, what's Puga? <laughs> and it was, that was Chef Josh. And he was like, what? And I was like, Puga. <laughs> it was and, so obnoxious. It was so funny. And then yeah. he was like. Oh, <laughs> no, he did not laugh. He did chuckle. He did, no, he, he did. did not. I was standing right there. Yeah, he chuckled. Jesus Christ. Michael, uh. you're delusional. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like with your wife, isn't it? Sometimes. How has she not cut your dick off? She thinks about it every day. Oh, my no, God. Um, so, okay, with her... She's she's an exploder. She's the master oh, exploder. Oh, she's she she is TNT sweating nitroglycerin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's extremely volatile and when when she gets mad, um she might come out here right now and kill one of us. It's it's oh yeah, absolutely. She's like, "She, who the fuck are they? Is that me? Oh, I'm explosive? I'll show them explosive." Um <laughs> but she will uh she wants to cut deep and she wants to say something that she knows based on interactions that you've had in the past is going to really get to you. So, she'll say things to hurt feelings. It's not at that point. It's not about the issue that's at hand. It's about motherfucking. And <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So she gets her motherfucking in at that point. And for me, I I'm like I just want to fix this issue. Now, I I used to be a name caller because I'd be like, dude, you're being a real bitch right now. Blah blah blah. And she'd be like, well, you're a fucking dick and fuck you. <laughs> and I I hate your nose. And I'm like, it's stuck on my face. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> so, you know, that one cuts deep. But, like, you'll get something like that. Why does she hate your nose? She doesn't hate my nose. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking be an asshole about any ignorant shit that we've said. So she'll do something that'll, that she knows will piss me off just for the sake of, I guess, making me as mad as her or hurting my feelings. And generally what, what happens is the fight will start to blow over and – like later on i'll be like you know that fucking bothered me like i know i act like it doesn't when it when we fight and like i try not to make a big deal out of it i'm like but what you think of me is extremely important to me like i value your opinion of me more than anybody else's and i need to feel like you're you like me so if you say something like that if you're like oh dude you're you're a fat washed up loser and your your band's never gonna make it like that would be very hurtful if you were pursuing a musical career in 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 the 26 years that my wife and i have been together 
I have never, ever called her a bitch. It's because you're a good person. She's never called me a dick. She's never called me a bastard. She's never called me a son of a bitch. We've never, ever spoken to each other in that fashion. Ever. I, I, can't, I can't imagine. We have absolutely spoken to each other in that fashion. And that's one of those things that I tried to stop doing. Because, so, honestly, with us, things got really bad when Tara was pregnant. Like, so you're going to do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Every pregnancy is different, Mike. Um, so things got really bad when she was pregnant. And, like, she was pissy all the time. So when she would... She's got a baby pushing against her bladder. Correct. She's got to piss a lot. All the time. So you would we would get into these altercations about something very minute. Just because... Generally, it was because she was irritated or uncomfortable or something like that. And I understand it. And I'm not mad about that. Um, but when it turns into an attack on me, I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Really? So, like, I got... Like, during that time period... Like, they talk about uh, sympathy weight. I didn't put on sympathy weight, but I put on sympathy bitch. Because <laughs> I got fucking hateful sometimes. And really uncool. Really, really, really fucking uncool. And, like, does that mean I wouldn't do anything for her? No, nothing like that. But, like, it, I things got to me, and I fucking let it affect me too much. And I think that's something that happens in a lot of relationships. Like, I don't know. There have to be rules of engagement for fighting. So, okay, so what what are those rules of engagement? It's going to be different from relationship to relationship. Well, no, I, I, think, that there are, I think that there are generic are, things are, are, that you can— There are generic concepts. Yeah, like, I like think, don't, I, be, don't be don't name malicious. Call. Don't name call, yeah. yeah. Um, I think—and this is—I try to implement this in a lot of my interactions with everybody, but I think where your heart is when you do something is extremely important. Uh, you don't want to do something coming from a place of insecurity or being malicious or anything like that. So you try not to come from a place of anger or, you know, hate or anything like that, especially when it comes to your partner. Um, don't call names. Like, there's no fucking reason to name call. Yeah. Another another easy way for men to avoid arguments or, or fights with their wife is when when your wife is when when she's grousing or complaining or bitching about something yeah shut the fuck up dude amen she listen women don't want you to solve their problems ever they don't need that what they what they want is they want you to listen and share in the suffering one of the things that i will do now because this is i've not i've tried to be a fixer yeah don't um no don't but one of the things that I try to do now is I'll ask. I'm like, well, do you do you want me to weigh in or do you just want me to listen? Like asking a simple question like that will let you know what's needed from you at that point in time. Generally, you just need to shut the fuck up. And you'll you'll get to a point with right. your partner to where you're better at it and you don't have to ask every time. But like I'll ask. I'll be like, do you want me to give you some advice here or do you just want me to listen? Because if, if Tara has a bad day at work and she's venting about work um, – my job is a, I'm a pep talker at that point. Like, it's not trying to solve the problem at work. It's like, hey, you're doing a fucking great job, and you just keep kicking ass. Like, that's all you need to worry about. You can't control what Bobby or Cindy does. You just got to do what you do and do it well. So, like, I have to turn into a pep talker at that point. Not – it's I got to be on your side. That's it. I don't have to fucking fix your shit. I don't – oh, well, you need to go yeah. get Cindy fired for being a lazy fuck. Yeah. Let me, let me give you another example of something that my wife and I will fight about. 
And that's not fight fight. It's bicker fights. It's not serious argument like an argument that we got into the other day, um, which is, you know, something I, I may or may not air. But we bicker about attention. You know, the most the most significant currency that you have yeah. in any relationship is attention. So the whole pay attention comes from, right? Look, my wife, she'll be saying something to me. And I will be looking a different direction or doing something That's to the effect completely disrespectful. Well, that she thinks that I'm not listening. And then I will quote verbatim exactly what she just said to prove to her that I was listening and paying attention to what she was doing. And then she'll say, well, how am I supposed to know you're paying attention? You weren't engaging. You're not looking at me. Yep. So here's the thing. I can, I can look her in the face and not, not hear a word, make eye contact and completely daydream. That is more valuable to her than me actually listening. So, no, what's more valuable to her is the thought that you're engaged in. What tells her. The reality doesn't matter. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. But perception is reality. It is. It is. You hate that, but it is. So her perception is, oh, he's looking at me. He's engaged with me. He's listening to me. When the reality is. Even though you're thinking about how you just farted. Yeah. But the reality is, in her world, Oh yeah, he yeah. really is getting and me you right know, now. And you know what I don't do? I don't tell my wife that I'm not listening or that I'm not paying attention. You know why? Because ignorance is bliss. As long as I'm pretending to pay attention, that's all she wants. She wants the lie. You are far, far too compassionate to not listen. Wants the lie. We all want oh the lie. My God, do you I look so foolish? Do I look fat right in now. this dress? No, you don't want the truth. You look hot. Yes, you want you. You know what? If she's put on weight, I'm not going to say a goddamn word about it. No, she looks hot. That's what you say. You look fucking great. You look better than the day I met you. What's up? Yeah, because they want the lie. They don't want the lie there. They don't want the lie there. What do they want? What What they want there is your approval. Yes. My approval comes caked in dishonesty. What, <laughs> what what happens when you guys are ninety years old? Because fucking people live My forever. My balls now. are in the toilet Your water. Balls her, are in her, the toilet water. The back of her tits are chafed from her knees. Her, yeah. from her bony old knees. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> um, so you guys are there, and she's leathery like, nipples. That she's dragging. like, do you, do you still think I'm beautiful? No. Yes, you do. <laughs> you will too. No, I don't. I think that you're decrepit and old and you're thin. Your skin has lost all of its elasticity and it's cracked and disturbing. And your dugs are in your pants. You can put one tit in each pocket. Do you think your wife is attractive? Yeah. Okay. So shut the fuck up because I guarantee you she does not look like what she did when you guys were 17. No. No. Of course not. But does that mean does that mean she's less attractive to you? No. Oh yeah, grab your God, you're a bitch ass. You okay, so I got together with Tara when we were she was eighteen. I was twenty two. And she was gorgeous. Like I thought she was absolutely beautiful. Um that that hasn't changed. Like I actually do like her more now. Um and I, I like the other day she's like, Do I do I look okay? I'm like, dude, I you are more beautiful now than I think you've ever been. So don't 
don't get down on yourself right now. And like she's had a kid, she doesn't she doesn't look the same, and like that's hard for her. And she's got some standard in her brain that she doesn't think she's living up to. But I'm like, dude, you're better. Like I like you better now. Everything about you, I think you're gooder, and that's good for me. And you need to be good for you. So uh, I think that's one of those things. Like I do think uh, the the longer you're with somebody, I think you if you're healthy, like if you're a healthy person, you will learn to appreciate things about them more. Of course. So as, as you get older, yeah, she might be leathery nippled and tits dragging the ground. Your balls might always sit in the toilet and you got to, you know, have a little towel to dry them off with when you're done, <laughs> when you're done taking a shit, <laughs> got shit on my balls again. Yeah. Um, but there's still a level of beauty that you're going to find in one another. Yeah, of course. And I, I think that that at that point, it's going to, I think it's bigger it might be more than what it was when you first got together because the, Oh man, I, we've invested so much in each other and there's so much just love here at this point. You're such a romantic bitch. I am a very romantic person. Oh my God. So it's funny. Like I was, I was talking to you about romantic comedies earlier and I told you that romantic comedies are bullshit because they are, it shows the butterflies that you get when you first meet somebody and that's it. It doesn't show the fucking hell that you go through to be in a relationship with somebody. And it is, hard um it's very very hard is it worth it absolutely and does is everything always going to be perfect fuck no but there there's this i guess this lie that we're sold that okay it has to be this way and it's sweet and it's nice and you don't care what that person's done and that person doesn't care what you've done and if you make a mistake you for they forgive it or if they make a sta- mistake, you forgive it. And that's not that's not the reality of it. No, you don't forgive big mistakes. That's why you keep them secret. You don't keep them secret. Like, you, you fucking... Well, first of all, you don't make them. Well, you don't make them. You don't make Correct. them. And then the next thing you do when you do make them is you bury that shit in a cave deep, I, deep, I deep, disagree. deep, deep away. And you don't talk I about think, it. I think you go and bare soul at that point. And you're like, hey, this is fucking... I'm an idiot. No, Destroy because me. what you're going to do is you are going to shatter the illusion that they have about who you are. To an extent. So don't... To an extent. Don't that, shatter that, it. That, that's not entirely true, though. It's like, absolutely true. It's not. So... So rom-coms, they're bullshit. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. got you on the sidetrack. Um, rom-coms, I do believe, are as much as I like them because I, I love the idea of fucking happily ever after and all that bullshit. Um, it's so enticing. Like, I think that's the most magical thing ever. But like when you when you really get into a relationship and you really start dealing with somebody's shit and they really start dealing with yours, like there's fucking bullshit that comes up. There's all kinds of bullshit that comes up. And like in a rom com, like that weird sex stuff that you like. Yeah, yeah, man, fucking, you know, hey, put the midget in the corner to watch this. <laughs> I, I, I gotta pee on the bed. I have to pee on the bed. Um, so, you, you, whatever. Uh, God damn it, Mike. <laughs> Like there's that bullshit concept of, oh man, we have to, we have to be like this all the time. It has to be like it was when we were first together. It's implausible. It can't happen. That doesn't exist. Um, and that is the unrealistic expectation that we get from something like a rom-com. Like is, is uh, we might get the butterflies from watching it and all that stuff. And I, that's great. And you might have a tear come to your eye, but it's that, that is make believe. Like, you get that early on in a relationship, and you might fucking know you love somebody the moment that you see them, but if you tell them that, you're fucking creepo. And if they if they start calling you every day, they're a stalker, like, right out of the gate. 
D- does this make sense? It does make sense. Um, but that's what happens in a rom-com. Like, there's all this bullshit that happens. And, like, while it might be sweet and we might like the idea of it, that's not, that's not the reality of things. The reality of things is you're going you're gonna to get with somebody and you're going to have a set of issues. It, it might be because you have a fucking past. You might come with a kid. It might be because you're fucking you know your partner was uh was a stripper at one point whatever oh my god that kind of that's why i love this country a woman will put her tutu in my face for four quarters for four quarters for four quarters god bless america it's but, amazing but some people will have an issue with that because you don't want to think that your partner was this person that was displaying everything that you you think is so sacred so right because every every man wants to feel like that he is special and every and, woman wants to feel special too and, and i, I yeah, guess the difference is, is that they are are they are all special we're not we are we're not no i i disagree i think we're all very, extremely special and we've been conditioned to a point where we think that we we're not all dudes are the same fuck that man there's nobody like me i am great i know i am I'm amazing. And guess what? So are you. Your humility is amazing. My humility is not amazing. I actually give a shit about myself. Yeah, I I was being sarcastic. You have absolutely no fucking humility. I have two of them. (laughs) I have two of them. They're in my scrotum next to my borse. How did you know that? Yeah. Um, See, you you are amazing, too. And God damn it. We've had this conversation before. We were a little more buzzed up at that point in time. But... I told you one night, I'm like, dude, you're fucking good. And, like, you'd be a catch now. Like, you're you're 43 years old. At this point, like, women should be like, no, you look great for your age. Thanks, like, man. you look way younger than 43. You've got a full head of hair. That's it on many fucking kids. It's not. Kids will kill you. Yes, it kid, is. Kids don't make you go bald. Kids, kids make you go gray. Kids age you. They age you, Chris. I look just as good now as i did fucking seven eight years ago no yeah no you're the most beautiful man i know but no yeah no it's true i look just as good now as i did seven years ago no you're delusional no not i don't know why we're I use, arguing i about use this. moisturizers so it is it's actually it's it's actually not possible for you to look as good as you did because you have aged seven years yeah or i'm in my physical prime right now and this is the most fucking Adonis me you'll ever get. No, your oh, physical yeah. prime was when you were 18, and it's all That's downhill That's not from true. There. It's all downhill. A male's physical prime all happens happens between 22 hill. and 32. I don't believe that. That's true. I, I, think you're, I, think you're, I think you're making up statistics. So, but yeah, I think rom-coms are bullshit because it creates a realis- or a unrealistic expectation of what it is to be in a relationship. And like you being somebody that's been in one for 26 years or me – being somebody that's been in one for seven years, like we've we've had a lot of bullshit that we've had to deal with over the course of that time. Um, you more so than me. You guys have been in it longer. I don't know all of your story or anything like that, and that's fine. But like, I know there's been a bunch of shit, the hurdles that you guys have had to overcome, and that stuff is what you don't see. We we did. I mean, we we've had some. You know, as as much as a couple of weeks ago, had a pretty serious argument, but how I fight generally is to I only I only say something when it really really matters this is such a tiptoey episode when it when it really makes a difference like normally we're like fucking dicks and balls and <laughs> pussy but like this episode we're like trying to make sure that we're not 
doing anything to damage our relationships yeah, well, by, right. by putting bullshit out there. Um, but the thing is, is that we, she made me very upset about a thing yeah. and I was trying to be understanding and felt that she was not being, that she was being selfish and she was not being understanding about what I needed at that time. And it wasn't an emotional need. It was an actual legitimate logistical real world need. And instead of arguing with her about it, I indulged her idiosyncrasy and just fucking dealt with it. And then, you know, she's like, look, I'm sorry. I was this. I was that. I was the other. I was like, no, it's okay. I get it. I just, you know. You were a dick. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you basically told her that in so yeah. many words because we talked about this. Yeah. Um, in so many words, you told her. You were like, uh, you're an asshole. No, I did not say that because not, I would not never ver, say not that. Not verbatim. I would never say, you, you know what, you were an you asshole. You said it without saying it. Yeah. No, I yes, did not. You did I did too. not. We could have, have a conversation about that off air. I have you never. Did. What you said there, because you're like, Chris, you're so direct. You do this, that, or the other. Motherfucker, you pulled a Chris there because you were like, oh, I guess, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but that's uh, that. But I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't name call. I yeah, just I didn't said, say I just said, here's the reality of things. <laughs> I don't like the reality of it, but I will accept the reality of you it. You didn't say I'll accept the reality of it. You established a boundary at that point, though. Here's like, You basically let it known, let it be known that what was going on was unacceptable in Mike's world because you were like, this is bullshit. You didn't say this is bullshit. But, you, but I still did what she wanted. Uh, well, that's fucked up. Because I feel that she was wrong there. And God, people don't have any fucking context to go on. They're probably like, what, what the fuck? Um, so I don't feel like she was right there. I, I don't, I mean, I, I agree with you, but by the same token, you know, there was, there is, there was no logical sense in taking it any farther than I did. And that's fine. Yeah. That normally like i said a fight is just to establish boundaries right your boundaries and their boundaries and like there are two sets of boundaries there and like those boundaries are going to get weird at times or whatever that's fine because you're two different people with two different pasts and all that stuff so you're going to have a different set of boundaries than they do Hmm. um and that's okay but it needs to be known that the boundary is there and you let you let your partner know there you were like hey babe i don't like this you still did what was going on, but you did in a in a relationship where you don't fight much. Mm-hmm. If you had turmoil, it definitely lets it be known. Okay, this 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 course of action is not acceptable, and in the future, I don't like this. Well, yeah, because if something really really upsets me, then I will tell her. I'm like, I don't, you know. <laughs> and that's that's the thing about about relationships, and that's. Th- to me, and again, this is going to sound, this is going to sound harsh to some people, but in any relationship that you're going to have long term with a significant other, you have to be prepared to make sacrifices. You are going there are there are going to be things that ideally you want out of relationship that you're not going to get in your relationship. There are certain things that you're just not going to have certain desires or wishes that just aren't going to be fulfilled. And you have to come to terms with that. Yeah. You have to compromise. 
You have to compromise. That's a given. Both people are going to have to do it. Right. They're going to be sacrifices. I hate that word. Compromise? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It just has an ugly... It sounds, just sounds weak. You said sacrifice, and that's like a way yeah. more intense word. Yeah. Um. Compromise is like, well, we it's win-win. Win-win. Yeah, but it's not a win-win. Sacrifice is at least realistic about the things that sacrifices I'm, that, I, that I'm actually driving a knife into its chest and ripping its heart out and knowing that it will never be. I don't like that it's this way. Compromise is like it's like when your parents fucking say maybe, you know, well, maybe we'll do that. Don't fucking lie to me. Don't compromise with me. Just <laughs> just tell me to kill the dream and move on. Tell me no. Yeah. We're yeah, not, exactly. Don't bullshit me. We're not going to Grant's farm ever, Good. motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Oh, so you want brutal honesty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> About some things, yes. Other things, I don't... It, if if you blew Billy the co-worker at the Christmas party, I don't fucking know. Oh, dude, I would want to know because uh, I'd want to end Billy's no, life. No, why? Yes. Billy didn't do anything wrong? Yeah, it's not like you it. and Billy are friends. No, I'd fucking want to kill Billy. Why? It's not his fault. Yeah. She's the one that did you no, dirty. No, I'd want to punch her in the throat, too. <laughs> Everybody'd be getting theirs. No. It, it, so if, if your spouse cheats on you with a stranger, it is not that stranger's fault. It, no, if your spouse cheats on you with a stranger, it's your job to establish that that's not fucking acceptable, though. And you have the option at that point. Okay, am I going to get out of yeah, this or am okay. I going to forgive you? But why did your why did your spouse cheat on her? She, because you were emotionally unavailable. Oh, it's it's your fault if somebody else does something shitty. No, unacceptable. There, people will do things out of insecurity. People will do things just because they're fucking. It, I'm not. Why is this episode about fighting about you and me fighting? We're not. I'm not fighting. Say, we're talking. I'm not saying that it's acceptable or that it is your fault. However, mm. you cannot your deny. Your fault was heavily implied. You you cannot deny that if something goes awry in your relationship, you are a contributing factor. So every relationship is fifty fifty. Mm, yeah. No. But there are times, hold on, it's half and half. And there are times yeah. where your half will be less than what your spouse's half is. Okay, and it that's might mathematically be a, impossible. It might be a 70-30. Okay. okay. That, now. Well, it's it's give and take, but there's always there always has to be 100%. 100% is the number. So one of you might be given more, one of you might be given less. But when one of you steps outside of that, and all of a sudden, well, I'm given 40%, you're given 40%. And that extra 20% is a tension that's going elsewhere. That's unacceptable. Like, that's not fucking okay. That's not good. It's not healthy. It doesn't benefit anybody. It's fucking damaging to you and everybody that's involved. So don't fucking do it. Like, that's shit. And I really can't, I can't get past that. Because, like, so we had a conversation earlier tonight. And, like, I'm a person that, um, I, I fucking, I genuinely value people. And it doesn't always come across that way and all that. Does it always come again? Almost never comes across. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> I genuinely value people, though, and I want people to value themselves. And, like, we had a conversation, and you, you had said that because your wife had something traumatic happen at one point mm -hmm. in time. And people were like, oh, I'm surprised you didn't leave her. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? That's yeah. fucked, man. Like, that's not good. That's not okay. Why the fuck would you think that? Well, now, just to, just to if I may rephrase that. People people were surprised that I stuck around. Not that I didn't leave her. She didn't do anything wrong. She was the victim of a of a of a, something of an attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but people were 
surprised that I just didn't bail. And I was like, fuck you. No, I think that's a fuck you moment. But yeah. there's there's a lot of shit that's like that in a relationship. There's a lot of that, oh, well, there's this, like, you're, okay, if you get married, because we're both married, if you get married, you're fucking signing up for the long haul, regardless. So if some shit comes up that you don't like, guess what? That's what you fucking signed up for. So right. you deal with it, or you find a way to deal with it, whatever that might be. Um, and that's going to vary from relationship to relationship, problem to problem. But it's it's not fucking okay to be like, oh, I'm going to ditch this person just because I don't have these butterflies anymore or right. that or the other. Like, that's that's fucking bullshit. Like, I, I completely detest that. I don't agree with using people like that because that's all you're doing is you're a fucking user and you're a piece of shit for it. Like, you don't use people to get your fix on that fucking love high and then move on to the next person. And it's disgusting. And, like, you don't fucking – you don't have to go out there. So if – let's say you're a person that's fucking cheating on your spouse because you have some fucking underlying issue, like, clearly, if that's what you're doing. So let's say you've got some fucking insecurity issue and that's why you're going out and cheating. Don't fucking do that, dude. Like, you're a dick. Like – if you're somebody that fucking has to get mad and say hateful things just so you feel like you're winning the fight, don't fucking do that. That's not okay. If you're somebody, yeah, Chris, don't do that. Well, I, I'm naming a variety of things because I'm not trying to single out any one thing, and I'm trying to <laughs> encompass as much fighting into this as I can. If uh, if you're being a hypocrite about money, like that's fucked up. Don't fucking do that. Um, and I think the biggest thing here is like you have to be fucking accepting of the other person. Like there's another person involved. And that person in your eyes is good. So basically what we're telling the audience is don't try to fix our problems and pretending to pay attention is more valuable than actually paying attention. It can attention. be. It can be. Actually more valuable. It can be. And actually, it's not actually more No, more because if they valuable. ask you to recount it later, you're going to look like a dumb fuck. They're not going to because they're convinced no, they that might. You, you, they might. They hope they don't. Oh, yeah. You, you hope they don't. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is what would happen to me. We'd be talking about something, or she'd be talking, and I'd be listening, and I'd be, like, doing the smile and nod and thinking about how I just farted. And then, like, ten minutes later, she'd be like, so what do you think about this? And I'd be like, think about what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're a piece of shit. You're a motherfucker. Because, oh, you weren't listening that whole time? You were looking me in the eye and everything? You sick bastard. <laughs> Uh, hasn't been a problem to this day. It, it will. You've got underlying issues, <laughs> motherfucker. I, I mean, I, this. I, you're 28, and this is your second marriage. I'm 43, and I'm still on my first. I think I've got something going on. So, yeah, mine was a little different. Thank you. I didn't marry my high school sweetheart. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I mean, you, I didn't marry your high school sweetheart. I mean, you could have. Because that would have been gross. Yeah, it would have been weird. Yeah. I mean, but she was 18, so it would have been fine. <laughs> God, I can't imagine an 18-year-old. Ugh. No, um, I was talking to a buddy about that recently because he's like, oh, yeah, I fucking just hooked up with this girl that's 18. He's a single dude, all this shit. And I'm like, you can tolerate her? Or like a family member of mine is dating a girl that's 22. He's 39 or just turned 40. And it's like, how can you fucking stand being around? I'm 28, and I can't stand being around a 22-year-old. How the fuck are you doing it? Like, what? how are you this magician? Because I, I couldn't do it. Uh, I can tell you. Pussy. That's it? That's it? I couldn't do it, man. 
You can get pussy anywhere. No, no, you can't. See, here's 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 what I fucking hate about you, is that you look like you, and so you think that well, everybody must look like me. Everybody, everybody has to have the same success level with women that I have because well, I mean, I mean, it's just it's just the way it is. You're so egocentric about your experience. Most of us are fucking ugly. Most of us are lucky to get the trim that we get. I will bet you that you've had more sexual partners than I have. Uh, I don't want to get into. We'll that. have that. We'll have that conversation off air. Yeah. But I'll bet you you have. I'll bet you I haven't. I'll bet you have. I bet you I haven't. Okay, we'll have that conversation later. But the fact of the matter is, like, that's never. That's so. Getting notches in my bedpost, throwing themselves at me and sending me pictures of themselves. Yeah, well, I don't have chicks in sending flagrante. me pictures of their selves either. Um, Any more? Any more since I was sixteen? Um, no, like I, I don't, I don't get that, and I don't put myself in a position to get that. And like, since Tara and I have been together, have I had a couple of circumstances where people were throwing themselves at me? Yes, didn't do anything with it because it's not, it's not fucking worth it. Like, I value myself and my partner a little bit more than that, and that, that's important to me. So, like, well, that's really, that's really this, that's really this, sh- the thing of it is, is that you know, <clears throat> you don't want to hurt that other person and you know how terribly you would hurt them um if you did that well some of it is also you have that's why you lie no you have this uh this image of yourself Mm -hmm. and you don't want to let that go either yeah i I've, i've oh my god I I have delusions of grandeur out yeah, the you wazoo. Yeah, you do. It's, and it's, it's disturbing. It is, but you know what? It's fucking... It's made me a better person You're at times. You're the poor man's Jared Leto. Yeah, get poor it. man's Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Jared Leto. <laughs> um, no, but there, there are times where it's like, all right, well, I have to make sure I do the right thing because this is who I am. And, like, having that boundary established with yourself of... Well, this is who I am. Like, that's a good thing. So you fucking do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not a shitty person that does this or does that. So you just don't fucking do this or that. And I think that's good. You infuriate me. Why? You just do. What did I do this on time? So many, on so many grounds. Okay, that's fair. On so many grounds. I'm the worst. You um, are the worst. But you're also the best. Yep. We should make a baby. A butt baby. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, way to be a bitch. I am a weeping, gaping vagina. All right, so um, I'm like the Merrimack Caverns of Coos. You've got the third largest stalagmite <laughs> in the world, <laughs> and those trousers. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Stalagclit. Oh. <laughs> What, what do they call those? Those curtains? You know, when you go into the Meat cave. curtains? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those glistening labia menorah. Oh. So hot. <laughs> now every time somebody goes to a cave, they're going to be like, God, I've got the biggest boner right now. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to wrap things up, though, because it's, it's been an hour. These guys have got their, their time's worth. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, you guys can you know what to do fucking yeah don't 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 be a dick don't don't pick fights don't basically just don't be chris don't be me no um <laughs> establish boundaries for yourself and what what was it that we said don't, about fighting don't, don't no be name, malicious don't be malicious um don't name call yeah and uh name calling and malicious can be one and the same but they're not always because yeah. 
you can be like, well, I think you're being an asshole right now. And you might not say it with mm -hmm. the intent of being hurtful, but you're being hurtful by calling. Right. Do not me. do not intend to cause pain. Do yeah. not be I mean, I reactionary. I think don't intend to cause pain is probably yeah. the biggest takeaway. Right. Don't ever go at something trying to hurt your partner. Yeah. That's fucked. Um, and if you do that, you're a fucking asshole. Right. Uh, don't do something because your partner did something to piss you off. Like don't, don't seek revenge. I guess is something that, yeah. Why? I, I just, I just ugh, don't be vengeful. Awful. Yeah. I, no, it's, it's completely unhealthy. Like you have to address the problem and try to work it out with that person. So don't seek revenge and, uh, don't make excuses. Like, I think that's a big one. We didn't really get mm. into that a whole lot, but don't, don't make excuses for why you do something that you do. If it's fucked up, own it, let it be yours and find a way to get over it. Is that fair? That is fair. You're um, so wise. That's no wonder you're you. so arrogant. Yeah, it's arrogance <laughs> and wisdom go hand in hand. Um, so my you're like if Socrates was an Adonis. If Socrates was, if Socrates had a small dick. Oh wait. <laughs> uh, so go go ahead and hit us with. Uh, we're gonna do weekly words of wisdom. Uh, the weekly words of wisdom. You're welcome. I should have been like a voice not a voice guy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your weekly words of wisdom. I, I I'm gonna say this with the utmost respect. You don't have the 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 deep raspy enough voice for it. I love you. And I love your voice. However, you got to have that fucking Barry Manilow-like voice. Now, see, I didn't want to fucking know that. Why did you say that? You because prick. I care about you. you. Whatever. You're being an asshole right now. I wasn't now. being an <laughs> asshole because you could be like, Chris, you got a fucking girly voice. And when you go through the drive-thru, sometimes they say ma'am. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, they do. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, have, I have, I have, I have so many, I have so many important quotes that I have learned from my father over the years. So many significant, just nuggets of wisdom that my father has blessed me with. Well, give us one more. We'll give you. Well, so it's important, and the in the words of my father, never do your own killing. I was working at the, the, the stupid people angle. You are working at the stu I don't know what that means. 